Hello, you guys, and welcome back to Confidence with Lauren. I have been going through an emotional roller coaster of life and experiences and new opportunities, and I've just felt called to come back on my podcast and talk to you guys about one major thing that I have learned within this roller coaster of life that I have been through these past couple of months. And the thing is, is I just felt so alone and I felt so tied into something that I was no longer tied to. And I was trying to find so many ways to untie myself from these feelings and just enjoy the experience of life and these opportunities and experiences. And I really wanted to find the words to come on here today and to talk to you guys about it because a lot of people have been reaching out to me and have been asking me, how do you do it? What have you been doing? And can you talk about it? And there's nothing I love more than to talk to you guys about what I've been going through and how maybe it can benefit you and help you with your life experiences if you feel like you're tied to something that you're no longer tied to and you're trying to release that bond and that tie. And I just wish I knew some of these things that I knew now while I was felt tied down and I felt stuck and I didn't know what to do or where to go. And that's what I wanted to come on here and talk to you guys about is some things I wish I knew while being in a trauma bond relationship and how to walk away from it and how to release that tension in your own heart because we built up so much tension when we are in a trauma bond relationship and you're probably asking Lauren what even is a trauma bond relationship well let me explain to you my version of what I think a trauma bond relationship is because Everyone has their own experiences with with it or their own idea of a trauma bond and what it is. But for me, a trauma bond has been a relationship that I have been so connected and tied to where it obviously wasn't healthy and I was obsessed with the idea of what it could be, where it could go, and not really looking at the reality of what was in front of me, but more so drawn to and tied to the fact of the what-ifs and all of the bad things that came with it, for some reason, made me stay around. And I was so tied to the negative facts because it was so addicting and it was so good but so bad because I I made it good. I visualized it. I felt it in my heart and I made everything in my body feel like what was going on was so good, so happy. But then the trauma, the bad, all the negativity, the cheating, the lies, everything that was tied to it would go and just bring the trauma. But it was so good and the person was so good at getting themselves out of all of the trauma and making me go back to the visualization of, oh, what it could be, how it's going to be, life's good, we have this beautiful painted picture and we can make it happen. So that trauma bond for me was something so good and so bad and the addictive feeling of going back to it, but also visualizing the good in it. And so that's what I'm going to talk about today is first of all, recognizing that you are in a trauma bond relationship and second of all, how to walk away because they're two very, very hard things to come to peace with and to let go of those ties with. And 
It took me three years to one, understand it, and now to walk away from it and to become at peace and fully let myself go and have these new experiences and opportunities and just completely be myself and grow and let go of the visual visualization because there's so much more. But let's just dive right into it and start talking about it. So how do we recognize that we are in a trauma bond fucking relationship? Girl, let me tell you, it is so hard because no one wants to come to the conclusion that the person that they're with is negative or unhealthy because you love this person. You love them with your whole freaking heart. You have visualized what you want with them. You can see them. And honestly, too, a trauma bond comes with a lot of attraction. You are so physically and mentally and emotionally connected to this person and you love the idea of them. You love how they look. You love the lifestyle of who they are. And so you literally will do anything in your power to go over the fact that the relationship that you are in might be toxic or it might be a bond that you are so badly attached to and you have no clue how to leave it or you have no clue to how to even recognize it or come to peace with it because honestly let's be honest who who does whoever wants to look at the person that they're with if they know it's negative and be like okay this is really fucking negative for me this is really unhealthy i'm very unhappy but that's the first step is being like I am really unhappy and you feel like you always have to go and get validation from this person and if they don't text you, you're like, oh, they're probably cheating on me or they don't think I'm beautiful. They're not going and getting me flowers. They're not taking me out on dates, so it must mean that they don't care and you're asking yourself all of these questions, which first of all, bring all of these negative thoughts and unhealthy feelings into your body and bring them into the relationship too. So not even is it your partner's fault all the way, but it's also comes within us and the overthinking and the overanalyzing and everything that we build, we have no other feeling or choice but to bring that into the relationship. We might try to go and hide that feeling for so long, but it always comes to a point where it's just like, okay, I I don't know how else to like fake it because fake it till you make it until you literally feel unwell. And that is just not the way to do it. And that's what I did. I faked it till I made it until I literally had depression. I had so much anxiety. I every time would look at my phone when it would light up, I would always have to scroll through Instagram and try to use little things like that as a mind distraction and try to tell myself that I'm only on my phone because I was looking at other things, but really I was just waiting for the text or waiting for the call or waiting for the little things or waiting for something to pop up on my phone that would give me peace of like, oh, okay, like he cares or I see he cares or anything like that. I was so addicted to that feeling and I tried to cover up literally all of my emotions And I tried so hard not to bring that into the relationship because I just knew guys fucking hate and I hate this. Guys literally hate women that are emotional. And I think it's crazy because men nowadays hate women and think that we're crazy because we just know what we want. And they'll go around and be like, bro, she 
is literally nuts and she's so dramatic and she's so emotional but really men fail to realize that we are like that because one we know what we want and two they drive us to make us that way if we knew what they wanted what men wanted the relationship would be 10 times easier but nine out of 10 times in the relationship men don't know what they want and they make everything so much harder on us women which make our emotions drive up the freaking wazoo and make us feel fucking crazy make us feel like we're way too emotional but that's just because we know what we want and when we know what we want we tend to search for things within that man because we know that they're capable of it if we know we're capable of it we know that they are and we know we love this person we know we care about them so we're digging we're trying to find all the answers because we want it we know it's there we know that we have it in our heart so why can't they and that's the hard part being in a trauma bond relationship is because you're looking at all the goods and all of the visualization oh my gosh of the future and of this person because we know we have it and we're searching and waiting for the validation that we'll just never get and once we come to the realization of okay here we are we're in this relationship I'm starting to get these tendencies of anxiety and depression and overlooking at things and overanalyzing it and just really kind of feel at a low low that is when we're we're ready we're ready to accept it and bring it into the relationship and don't think ladies that it is ever bad to bring your emotions into the relationship don't ever think it is bad to bring up a situation or a feeling because ultimately this is like my my closure and my peace at the end of the day is knowing that if this person like is my husband if he is my soulmate nothing that I could say or none of my feelings will ever be pushed under and it will never be too much for the right person your person will hear you your person will understand you and your person will fix it because if you're like that and you want these things to be changed and your person wants to come to you and they came to you and said hey lauren you're doing this wrong i need you to do this i'm feeling like this can you either validate me or can you change this and i knew that i wanted this to work i would do everything in my power and in my heart to change that for my partner because i want it to work and it has to be the same on both ends and something that i hate nowadays i feel like there's two relationships there's a relationship where the man is just settling and then there's someone who's reaching so either the man or the woman there's a reacher and then there's a settler and the reacher is the one that tries to reach and get the validation and get everything that they need from this other person if that's dates if that's flowers if that's the text messages if that's just the little compliments the little things you're trying to reach to get that from the other person who is just settling the other person is doesn't mean they don't love you doesn't mean they don't care about you doesn't mean that they don't care or don't want to do these things they do but they're just happy and they're comfortable and they're settling because it is what they want and they're just happy with it and they feel like you give them everything that you they need and they feel like they've given you enough so they're happy and they're settling and then the reacher just keeps trying to get and get and get 
And that's the problem nowadays is I feel like there's one person that always likes the other person more. And the person that always likes the other person more is always trying to reach and get more out of them. The other person is always just happy. And the other person is cool with the relationship and kind of just sitting comfortable. But here's my theory. I always think that the woman should be the settler. No matter what, I think the woman, because we have these emotions, like all these crazy emotions, I think it's a lot easier for us women to settle because we show our love in so many different ways that the man will feel it no matter what and won't even know that we're settling. And I think the man always needs to be the reacher. The man always needs to be the one going out and doing the most for their woman. Even if that's just like opening up their car door or complimenting them and telling them how beautiful they are or buying them a flower or picking them a flower or whatever it is, the man should always be reaching to get and do more for their woman. And that follows with us women. We do that on our own tendencies. It just happens naturally for us if we care. For men, it is so hard for us to understand why they're not doing these things. But when they just do it, it's so much easier. So maybe that's a thing you can recognize in your relationship. Am I the reacher or am I just settling? Because you don't want to be the one that's always reaching. And that is when we start to drive ourselves nuts and we bring up these situations to our partner over and over and over again because if they're really just settling and they're not going to keep reaching and giving you the same energy, then they're always going to fall back and be like, you are crazy. You bring up the situation so much. It's driving me nuts. I am tired. I'm exhausted. I don't know what else to give. And the, the cycle continues and it keeps happening and it keeps happening until the men literally are worn out by our emotions and us just trying to get the bare minimum out of them. And that's when men start to do crazy things, be rude to us, stop doing the little things, maybe even cheat on you. Who knows the amount of things that men will do once they are just done instead of just changing the little things the first time we bring it up is crazy. And that is when the trauma bond comes in because things are so good. Things are really, really good. You bring up the one thing one time, he might change it. Maybe a couple weeks down the line, it happens again. You bring it up again, but it's still good. You're still happy. You can still see that he is trying. So you do love him and you're addicted to that feeling of growing and learning and loving. But he, on the other side, is just settling. And we keep reaching for these little things and because we're obsessed with it, we're attached to it. But these little things keep happening, which turns into major big problems. And guys don't understand that. Girls, they never freaking will. If they were just to fix it the first time, could you imagine? Could you imagine the amount of relationships that would have been saved if guys could have just owned up to it and fixed it the first time? But no, because they don't, we turn this into a trauma bond because we are happy in the relationship. We are addicted and we love them and we're attracted to them. So we keep the bond going until it turns traumatizing for us. And that is when women let go, is when we keep going through this, our mind will start to fade with it. And then once you lose a woman's mind, you lose their body too soon. Sooner or later, the body follows and then we're just gone. And then once you lose a woman, men, we're just gone. And it's really hard to get us back once we've tried and we've tried and we've tried. But the trauma bond is addicting. And I was in a trauma bond for almost three years. 
things were good. I loved this person. I was obsessed with his lifestyle. I was very attracted to him. I loved his personality, but things were just overall not good. I knew I deserved better. And the little things I would try to bring up to him would be changed, but then would be flipped back around and would happen again just shortly after. And it was a cycle. But because I loved him and because I saw all these amazing qualities and things, I kept it going. And I kept it going for three years until I was mentally exhausted. And then soon my mind checked out and then my body followed with me. And then now I'm completely gone and nothing in me anymore wants to follow or go back to that feeling ever again. Because once we are both mind and body gone, you lost us. You have nothing else to give us anymore because we tried. But when you're in that feeling of trying and obsession and love, you keep going back because, okay, something happens, they fix it and it keeps happening, whatever. You go to your friends and you tell your friends, oh, it happened again, you're upset. And how you know that this is a trauma bond is realizing that when the good times are good, the good times are so freaking good. You are on top of the world. This person makes you so giddy and happy. But when something bad happens, you feel like you're going through a breakup every single time. You feel so low in your heart and in your mind that you physically feel sick. You can't even get up. You can't go to the gym. You can't even look at your phone. You can't eat. You literally feel physically sick when the lows are low. But then as soon as he changes and fixes it, you're back up to the number one high again and you're going through the same cycle again. Imagine putting yourself through that same cycle over and over and over again multiple times a month and you're staying in it. Why the fuck do we do that? But we do. And that is because, babe, it is a trauma bond and we're in love with it. And the obsession of it not being perfect is kind of nuts and crazy because we're obsessed with that high, high feeling. And without them, it feels so low. So we refuse to be alone. We refuse to let go of the feeling of this high, high and what the possibility could be because we know what the low lows can feel like. So we keep going back to it. And in this three-year relationship, this would happen to me. I would go through the cycle over and over and over again, countless and countless of times. I would go to my friends and family and I would tell them, what was happening and they would see me so distraught. I was not well ever. And as soon as I would talk to him, I would be like nothing ever happened. And I would be so happy and they would be like, Lauren, are you blind? Are you deaf? Do you not hear what this man is saying to you? Do you not see what this man is saying to you? And now you're just going to forget about it and move on because he said sorry and he said he's going to try in my mind, I was like, yeah, that sounds fucking great. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. We love each other. We worked it out. That's what couples do. You, you go through bad times. But they would tell me, Lauren, it doesn't happen this often. And your mood and your personality shouldn't change this much for one person. And I was always like, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe I don't love myself enough. So then I would take that back and be like, well, I love this person, but maybe I just don't love myself that much. So I would go to the gym more, start eating healthier, try to put my phone away, put it on do not disturb and try to start being independent and be by myself and learn to love myself more than I almost loved this person while I was with him. But that is not the case. When you're in a trauma bond, you are bonded to this person and you can find yourself within a relationship. Absolutely. But when it is negative and you are so consumed with this person's energy, 
it consumes your own. I don't care what you say. A bad bond will change who you are, even if you are trying to change yourself. It doesn't work. You are so bonded to this other person's energy that you are trying to fix your own, but you are so consumed with who they are, who you guys are, that you are never fully going to love yourself and change because the addiction is real. And in order to learn and grow from an addiction, we have to let it go. You have to give it up. You have to say goodbye to the bad, negative parts of something in order to fully love yourself. And then, in this, we like to blame ourselves. Okay, then this is my fault because I don't love myself enough. Or I did this and I'm not giving enough. This is my fault. It's not your fault. It is not your fault. For one, knowing what you want. And two, you wouldn't have gotten yourself in a relationship if you didn't love yourself. Maybe some will say you have to love yourself before you get yourself in a relationship. I believe in that as well. But also, you loved yourself enough to know your worth and knowing that you're beautiful to attract the kind of person that you are with. And knowing that you have somebody, you are able to attract that. And it gives us some validation as a woman. So maybe that is just good validation and some sort of loving ourselves. But where I'm trying to get with this is we're just so bonded to this connection that we're going to be blind to it until we really visualize it and realize, okay, this is really not healthy. So after the countless of times that you go to your friends and family and they tell you this and you see a cycle and a pattern that just keeps happening, baby girl, it is freaking time to really just take a step back. If that is a break, if that is a breakup, And that is time to walk away and to start focusing on you and healing that bond, not even necessarily healing you or trying to find more self-love. It is healing that bond, letting that bond go, knowing that that bond doesn't have to be there in order to make you happy because it makes you sad too. And once you let go of both of those, you'll be able to heal both both parts of that, the happy and the sad. The sad days won't be sad because of him anymore. And the happy days won't be happy because of him anymore. It will only be because you make yourself happy. And if other things in your life make you sad, it's not him. And we have to let that go. We have to let go of the bad parts and the good parts of him in order to have new ones come in. And once we do that and we're able to recognize this trauma bond, it will be easier for us to let go. And the amount of people, the amount of times that people will tell you, okay, it is time to walk away from this relationship. It is toxic for you. As men like to tell their friends, oh my God, our relationship is so toxic, blah, 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 blah. As much as yes, it is toxic and everyone will tell you to let go, us women will not let go until we are fully ready to let go. We just won't do it. We will not do it. My best friend told me for months, Lauren, I've never seen you lower when you are upset with him and then you guys are just good. You need to let go. You would be so much happier on your own letting this go. You need to be happy without him. And she would even tell me, I don't even think he's a bad person. I don't even think you're a bad person. I just don't think you guys are good for each other. I think this trauma bond between you guys is toxic and you guys keep circling around in it. And once you let that go, 
Lauren, you will thrive. You will be able to see that this relationship was never meant for you in the first place. It was just a learning lesson. I wouldn't listen to her. I wouldn't listen to anybody because I wasn't ready to let go yet. I knew in my heart, God would be speaking to me and my gut and my intuition for the day that I was ready to fully let go. And I knew, okay, I could do this. And the day that I knew that was the day that I was able to let go. So this is how you let go of a trauma bond. When you are fully ready and you know in everything in your soul and your mind and your body, okay, it's time. Like I said, first it comes your mind and then it goes your body. And once your body feels that, then you're gone and you're going to be able to let go. And let me tell you, the weeks after, days after, are going to be some of the worst times and the deepest, darkest moments that you are going to have to battle and push through. But those few days or weeks will be the changing points in your life. Those moments will click eventually when months come and you will understand why you had to go through that pain in order to find that power. And you will thank yourself and look back and laugh and say, why the hell did I even stay in a relationship that was so toxic and I was so bonded to for what reason? He never gave me what I needed. He never gave me the reassurance or he cheated on me. He literally emotionally, physically, whatever it was, did not want me. Why was I in that? And we look at it and we are so surprised and so happy that that didn't work out. And I promise you that will come. And in those times that you are at your deepest, darkest times, appreciate it. Because if you don't go through the heartbreak and the pain, I promise you, you will never get over it. You have to cry. You have to go through the worst times, the biggest heartbreak in order to feel it and move on from it. Because if you don't feel it, you'll never understand it. And I think that's what's some, sometimes wrong with men when they go through breakups. They just go party. They go hang out with their friends. They fill all of these moments with temporary things and temporary solutions like other women, other people, whatever it might be. Because they don't want to feel the heartbreak. They don't want to cry. Men aren't as emotional as we are. And they don't want to sit there and be sad about somebody that they no longer have. So they fill it with temporary or solutions that will never heal them. And then that's why men come back months later. Because they start to feel it months later once they realize that the temporary solution isn't working out for them. And we're already moved on by then. We've already went through the heartbreak. We already felt all the pain. So when our months come and we've already went through the pain, we're healed. We're okay. We've moved on. We've realized what you've given us is not what we needed. And then they come back and they're going to try to mess that piece up. Just because they couldn't find their piece early on doesn't mean you cannot keep that piece. Don't let them come back. And you're going to be tempted to because you're, you were in a trauma bond. And when you're bonded with somebody, unfortunately... We're kind of always bonded to them. You'll always love that person. I'm almost positive you will always love that person in a way. Always. I know I will always love my past and my past relationship. I know I'll always love and appreciate the moments that I had with him because they were honest and true on my behalf and I was so bonded to it. But now I know that it's no longer good for me. 
and no longer serves me anything for my life that I am needing to meet my goals. And if he came back now, it would be easier for me to say no and to look at him with a smile on my face, no hatred, but just know that this wasn't for me anymore. And it took me twice because I'm guilty. I went back. I went back into the trauma bond relationship and I went back to the bond that I thought was familiar and that I thought was good because trauma bonds are good at covering up the bad. So when they come back, they're going to do everything they can to get you back. They're going to get you flowers. They're going to write you notes. They're going to say they're sorry. They're going to say they've learned because they know how to get you. They know how to persuade you with their sweetness because that's what they did in the relationship. That's what made us stay in the trauma bond because they're good at that. They know how to get us back. But now that we've learned and we've grown and we've moved on, we know that that's not for us anymore. And we know that this person is good at that and that's just what they're good at. But we're better. We're better and we know now that the good side is the bond. And the bad part when we're sad and at our lowest is the trauma recognize those two and realize that this person is putting on a mask for the bond, for the love. And they're only able to give us that mask and that bond when it when it's happy. But when we're at our lows, it's the worst feeling in the world and they can make it us feel like the worst thing in the world. You need to find a partner that can do both, that can give you the bond when you're happy and sad, that when you guys are at your lowest, he still comforts you and still says, I love you, but this was not okay. I love you. Maybe we do need space, but I'm going to check in on you because I love you. Those little things are what we need. Not a, I'm moving everything out. I'm not talking to you. Screw you. Fuck you. All of these negative things when the bond is not there and you're at the trauma point. We need, we need the bond always. And you have to realize if they come back, because they will. It's just the bond. It's not really who they are. It's just the bond that they're familiar with that they never healed. Now, that doesn't come to say that you leave a trauma bond relationship and years down the line, because it doesn't take months, I'm sad, because I thought it it did. I thought, okay, maybe months would go by. Maybe he'll learn. But when you're in such a bond, months don't do it justice. Years do. Time heals. And men have to go through that time, that lengthy time, that maybe in those time and in those years, you're going to get over it. You're going to be okay. And you're going to laugh at the situation and be like, what the hell was I even doing? And you're not even going to think about it. Maybe not. But maybe time goes down and years happen. Maybe one day he'll realize and really, really, really heal from the inside out. Because I promise you that bond won't heal over time. It won't. In like months. It has to be like a lengthy time. And in years, if it comes and he has healed the bond part, even the good parts, because I'm saying trauma bonds can be good. The bond part was the good part, but it was also the bad part because that's what we were addicted to. So when guys know, okay, she likes this part of me, that's what they'll try to give, but then they'll still give you the bad. But once men are able to heal the bond part, the good parts, and realize that this is what always needs to happen, soon the trauma part will fade away and they'll only be that good bond. But guys have to heal and guys have to recognize that. And it takes them years. And if he comes back down the line years later and he proves it to you, then maybe it's worth a shot. 
maybe it's worth another try because I don't necessarily think a trauma bond relationship is the worst thing in the world because sometimes it's not. Unless he cheated on you, girl, bye. He's gone. He's done. Never go back to a cheater. They don't change. They only think they can get away with it and then come back and do it again. I promise you, they're all the same. <laughs> but once you guys heal a bonded relationship, there, there is hope. Do not give away the hope, but just learn and grow because there's nothing more you can get from this person. And I know you hate to hear that, but in this time right now, there's nothing. As much as you want to text him, as much as you want closure, because usually in trauma bond relationships, you don't get the closure you need because you love him. You knew it was good, but you didn't get the closure that you needed. And we have to be too like strong enough to walk away from that, knowing that we don't have that specific closure. Just the fact that it was toxic and that you weren't happy and that you deserved more. But why? But why don't they do this? Why did they do that? Blah, blah, blah. Time heals. And one day you won't need the answers. And one day maybe it'll make sense why you guys need it this time apart. And trauma bonds are so hard to let go of. I think they actually might be the hardest thing to let go of. Because the bond is the love, is the intimacy, is the attraction. And the trauma, you still have those feelings, but it's just bad. Bad, bad moments. Really bad heartache. And once we realize to let that go, I promise you, you'll be okay. Don't text him. Don't seek for validation. Don't go try to find another relationship. And if you do, make sure that you know what a trauma bond is, what you really do want. All of those things you were asking for in somebody else. Make sure you give that to yourself first. And while you're doing that and you're giving all this love that you deserved in the first place, I promise you someone will just show up. Someone will just be there and do it for you. And someone will take over and you will not even be looking for it and it will just come because true love just happens when you're not even looking for it. And it might be the person down the line, but you have to give that love to yourself first. Don't give up. Do not give up. Do not blame yourself because I blamed myself for this relationship so many times. And it's okay to say I did this wrong. I can improve in this. Absolutely. We can all improve in our own relationships and individually, but don't give up because I promise you the right person will come at the right time. Trauma bonds are the worst thing possible and they hurt. And when we're low, it feels like the end of the world and depression comes in and anxiety. Heal those parts of you before you ever give those parts away again, ever. Do not text him. Do not reach out. Do not give yourself that urge to go back to that bond. And honestly, if whatever you need to heal, because some do say, like I said, like don't text him, whatever. If you really do feel like you need to send a goodbye text or something, then do it because you're going to do what you want to do anyways. You're not going to listen to anybody but your own heart. 
and you're going to have to do what you want to do to heal. I could tell my best friend or my best friend could tell me what to do, how to do it, what I should do, what I should be looking for, all of these things, but I'm not going to do it or look for it unless I want to and unless I know I need it. But I know if I need it, I'm going to do it. And I've taken time, the amount of times I've been like, I'm going to text him and I want to just say goodbye and that there's no animosity, bad animosity towards us or anything like that. I wanted to so bad, but I kept telling myself, give it two more days. And if I want to in two days, then still do it because that's what I need to heal. And that's what I need to move on. And I'm going to listen to what I need to do and not what others think I need to do because everyone has been in different relationships and there's nothing like a trauma bond. A lot of people in relationships don't even recognize it. But if I'm able to recognize it, I'm going to do what I need to do. Everybody is different and everybody needs something different from their breakup. So do what you have to do for your breakup in order to heal. And just let me tell you, time heals. People are so narcissistic and will try to make you think different things. The person that you're with will try to make you think that things are going to be better. But let time heal because you will be okay. And I promise you recognizing what a trauma bond is and just listening to what I have to say today. I really, really hope that you are able to take something out of it and have this be a step in the right direction in your life. Even if that means you're in the relationship, you can heal a trauma bond. But you both have to recognize it and know that you're healing together. And there has to be progress. If there's no progress, there's nothing. You're going to be stuck in the cycle. But just know that you can do it. In or out of the relationship, you're worthy. What you need is not too much. You speaking up for what you want isn't crazy. And it's not being toxic. It's knowing your worth. It's knowing what you want in a relationship. And it is trying to be actually mature about it instead of just letting somebody use you or just being with somebody because you love them. Always be yourself. Don't be sorry for it. And just keep continuing to be you. In or out of the relationship, you're going to be okay. Recognize it, love it, and learn from it. That's kind of all I have to say on trauma bonds. feel like I could talk forever about them, But this is something really big that I had to learn from in my past three years. And I have been doing so much better. And I feel like a million weights have been lifted off my shoulder and off my heart because I've been able to recognize it and now I'm able to talk about it. And I hope that one day you will be able to too because you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. And I love talking to you guys about this stuff. I love being vulnerable and opening up with you guys Honestly, it is what I do best is being myself and being honest and open because I love love and I think love is so precious and love can be shown in so many different ways and this is how I like to show my love is by helping and learning and opening up and being vulnerable. It is sexy to be vulnerable. It is sexy to be you. So do whatever you have to do to be you and to be the most vulnerable, happy, sexy person in your life because girl, you can do it. And no matter what direction you take, know that I support you and I know the people around you will support you too. And if you guys ever need anything, I am a DM away. I love talking to people about anything. I'm an open book, as obviously a lot of you know. And there's nothing more that I love than helping other people because ultimately it helps me at the end of the day. 
Maybe try to record yourself. Maybe try to write down some things that you want to help other people with or that other people have told you that help you write it down and be aware of it and visualize it. You never know what the little things can do for you. And for me, this is just the little thing that I do for myself that I know that can help other people too. So I love you guys. I really hope that I touched on the good aspects to help you guys learn and grow from whatever situation that you are in. Just know that you can do it. Things are really hard sometimes, but you can do it. And you're young and you're beautiful and you are worth it. And you're not crazy. You're not crazy. You're just real and you know what you want. And I love you. So make sure you keep updated with my podcast. I'm going to come on here and talk a lot more about kind of just life. I want to move to San Diego soon. And I want to come on here and talk about where my mindset is with that. I'm moving off the island in a couple of months, which is just crazy. But I really want to open up about it and just talk about everything. So whatever you guys want to hear, give me a DM, shout it out. I can't wait to talk to you guys about it. I love you and I will see you guys in the next podcast.